This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes. On February 19th, we had a chance to get an update on the ECU football program with head coach Mike Houston. And we are joined by the head football coach of the Pirates, Mike Houston, live in studio. Coach, uh, welcome in. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you, and uh, uh, it's been a, a, a hectic off season. We'll dive into all of that, but uh, first of all, uh, what do you think of the? You, you see this guy Alex Long snapping. How's he doing at the radio side of things? Uh, hopefully, he's uh, as good in here as he is on the field. So, I mean, he did a pretty good job for snapping last year. But I'm a little, uh, I'm a little skeptical of what's going to happen. You know, in this booth in here, <laughs> we shall see so, how he does. Uh, you, this you guys hour. must really trust him. We do, and and for good reason. He has come in and uh, and been a great teammate right away, and uh, has done all the right things. So we are very, very uh, we're big Alex Harper fans yeah, here at Pirate I am, Radio. I am too. So. Uh, we got some questions rolling in. We'll get to those on Facebook and YouTube throughout our conversations. But first of all, Coach, how last season went? Uh, you knew that you had to improve some things, and and you went about improving those things this off season. And I just kind of get want to get your take on where we are now compared to maybe where we were that final game of the regular season last year well you know obviously um we've had a lot of change and that's you know it was it was needed and uh and and it was difficult to go through um none of none of the 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 first stuff that uh had to be done uh, was enjoyable at all and it really just that was tough and I uh, don't ever want to go through that again. And so, uh, but I'm very pleased with uh, the way things have turned out today. Um, you know, really pleased with our with our coaching staff. Um, you know, very pleased with uh, the returning players that we have, um, a veteran group. Uh, and I'm very pleased with the additions that we've been able to add to that group to make our roster what it is today. And so now it's, you know, they're they're heavy they're heavy at work. Uh, I just left the coaching staff over at the office, and you know they're preparing for tomorrow morning and, and later this week, and starting to prepare for spring practice, and you know getting everybody getting on the same page and speaking the same language and uh, doing the same thing with the players. How about the? Do you go to the players when you're making changes, like the the offensive coordinator spot with with Don? Kirkpatrick and bringing in John David Baker and, and talk to the leaders, talk to guys like Rajay, say, here's what we're doing, let's let's buy in, and and, and how do those conversations yeah. go? I, I try to be very transparent with the players, uh, and just as I think honesty, and, and because we do have a strong, trusting relationship between our, our staff and our players, and so I think anytime you're going through that stuff, it's important that uh, they understand, you know, what we're doing, why we're doing it, you know, what direction we want to go. Uh, and I, I told them, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, go kind of a, a completely different direction offensively. And, and, and really, you know, I think in college football now even more, it's, it's you know, you've got to be able to be explosive offensively. And so, you know, went after a style of play that is going to reflect that kind of uh, aggressiveness that we want uh, in all three phases. And uh, very pleased with John David Baker. And I think that uh, as our fans get to know him more and get to, to see his, you know, what his identity is, is going to be for our, for our offense, I think that uh, I think it will really create even more excitement than it has already. Mike Houston joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coach, uh, the offensive numbers not where you wanted them last year. Defense was fantastic. I, I hate to ask you this way, but are you surprised the whole thing didn't implode? I mean, the, the buy-in of the guys, the the ability to keep the locker room tight when you're losing games like that week in, week out that are right there. You, you got a chance to win them. 
I mean, I, I guess it says a lot about you, the coaching staff, and the players you had that the whole thing didn't fall apart. You know what I'm saying? I think it. I think it says a lot about the character of the of the people in the program. And I'm talking, you know, the players, uh, the assistant coaches, everyone. And uh, I think that it says just a lot about who they are. And it was tough. I mean, because you're sitting there every week. You know, you, you have a shot to win the ball game in the fourth quarter just about every single week last year, and you weren't able to get it done. You just never could generate enough, uh, you know, to, to, to win the game. And uh, But the players, you know, you, you can look at the, the very last game, how hard our players competed and played throughout the year and how they stuck together. And so I just I just, I really credit who they are as individuals. And it was awesome to hear. You know, we talked to Jack Powers a lot now, but guys like Jeremy Lewis say, hey, we're, we're busting our tails for this school, for our defense, for our entire team. It doesn't matter what's going on the other side of the ball. We take care of what we can. And, and everybody just stuck together despite the two wins. And, Coach, looking at your resume, you kind of said it, that's the first first time you've really gone through something like that so I, I know it was tough to you it wasn't fun showing up asking you questions every week i can tell you that and i know you didn't really enjoy answering but you faced them and and had to answer them throughout the season well that's all you can do yeah. and uh and yeah but i don't ever want to go through that ever again for any of us and uh i think that's that's the what's driving everyone right now is is just you know making sure that we are where we have to where we want to be where we need to be where we should be uh, as a program as a whole and uh i think that you know some of the change has breathed you know new life into uh the people inside of ward uh in the building i think it's it's probably breathed some new life into our fan base no doubt so uh you know i've just I, I just I'm excited to get started with spring practice. And those things go hand in hand. You're doing all you can to to make this team better, and at the same time, you're doing all you can to get a, an additional buy-in from the fans. And some of those fans needed it after last year. But I feel like you've done about all you can to get into their good graces here these last few months. So, do you think about that? I think about just trying to do my job, yeah, and trying to prepare the Pirates to be as as good as they can be but you know when i took this job this is this is this our, our program i do think kind of stands out in our in our league because this is not a you know we're not in the middle of downtown houston texas or or you know downtown tampa florida you know it's we're in a community that it is you know grassroots this that's that's who we are is we're blue collar we're hard workers that's who our fans are that's who our, our our school is it's this is different this this is one where no one person can do it alone it takes all of us and i mean i mean fans administrators uh players coaches everybody and the more unified we can be the more successful we can be but i just this is this is a special place this is not a you know got all the money and and right. and all that and it, this is a place where you do things by hard work and toughness and doing it together coach uh, we were able to talk to some of the new staff members last week and also catch up with with guys like blake carroll who have been around Daryl roberts the uh the one recognizable face on the offensive side and uh, he hadn't been here long but was on the staff last year and then uh new staff on the offensive side a young and hungry group uh, i could say yep uh from talking to those guys but um how about the the staff you've assembled here on offense all these guys seem to kind of know what they're doing as far as what you want to do offensively in, in the scheme well you know I, I i did want to you know bring a lot of energy into our program on that side of the ball and that's a you know obviously blake has done a great job with that on the defensive side of the ball and we really 
you know, we need to, the whole thing needs to look like that. You know, that's, that's, that's who we say we are. And it's, you know, I told the players, you know, our, our, our actions and our words have to match up. And so uh, when I hired uh, John David and, and I went through a, a pretty thorough process of, of vetting guys and stuff as I was going through the interviews and, you know, started with a, a pretty large list. And by the time we got down to the end, I mean, it really was just, you know, this is no doubt the right guy at the right time. Uh, but also one thing I felt strongly about is I, I had to, you can't bring him in and then ask him to do something and not give him what he feels like he needs to right. do it. And so whether it's a player or a coach or whatever, you know, really worked very closely with him to make sure that he had the uh, offensive line coach that he wanted, that he had the running backs coach that he wanted. It had to be people that he trusted. Uh, if I'm trusting him, he's got to have assistants that he trusts sitting in that room with him. And then, you know, he, I gave him free range with, you know, hey, you know what style of quarterback uh, you want to run this offense. And so whomever we bring in, they've got to fit your scheme and your style. And so, uh, you know, I feel like we've been able to give him the pieces and the people to execute what he has a vision for. I asked him, uh, John David Baker, what position group is he most excited about right now? And I kind of threw out running backs and tight ends because I know you have a lot of returners there and guys that have played good football for East Carolina. He said the offensive line. I I was a little surprised to hear that, but he likes what they have there, what they're adding to it. And uh, that is going to be a key. It always is for every offense, but for this offense. And uh, that was good to hear, Coach, that he likes the pieces he has there. Well, you know, the the advantage is, you know, the returning group that we have – uh, in that room, they all are experienced now. So, you know, you couldn't say that this time last year. But as you sit there today, all of them have experience. And then we've added new pieces to that room that Matt and John David both felt like were what we needed. Uh, there's going to be a lot of competition this spring, but they are really, uh, you know, positively encouraged by what they've seen uh, from not only the guys returning, uh, but also from the new guys coming in. So uh, I think there's a lot of excitement in that room. Uh, of course, a, a premium this offseason as well was improving the quarterback room, and you went yeah. out and did that via the transfer portal and uh, got a returner and a kid, uh, Hodge, coming from the high school ranks. So, Coach, how about that position room right now? And and John David Baker said it is a competition, and he yeah. said if, if Cole Hodge is the best guy, he's going to play. If it's Raheem <laughs> Jeter, he'll play. So uh, it sounds like it, it's open right now. Well, no with, doubt. Yeah. I mean, I mean – I don't care who plays. <laughs> Whoever can put points on the board and get the ball down the field, that's who that's who needs to play that position because this 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 offense is going to be a, a big play explosive offense and so you you got to have a trigger man and it, we, it's that was, you know, something we, you know, towards the tail end of Holton's career, obviously we were very good offensively uh, a lot because he had the right guy behind center. And so you're trying to create that same situation now where you have a guy that has total command of the field and so i can't wait to watch the competition this spring and and i am a huge cole hodge fan you know uh i, I, I love the guys we have here right now this spring raheem jake Caton, uh but cole hodge you know it, there will be a day when you know he's the same kind of guy I have not uh, spoken with Jay Garcia. I was able to briefly interview Caden Hauser. First thing that stood out to me just just sounds mature, and he knows he just gets it. It sounds like right. he he understands what this is all about. Uh, sounds like he is ready to to play and win. And uh, has that been kind of seen in the locker room throughout this team in his short time here, Coach? No doubt. 
I mean, he he obviously came here, um, you know, with a goal uh, and a, and a plan, and he he's not naive enough to think that uh, there aren't a lot of things that go along with that that he has to do behind the scenes. Uh, but I think the one thing you can say about both Kate and Jake is both of them are very confident, both of them are talented, uh, and both of them have been in pressure situations. Uh, and you know, Kate in last year, I mean, that, that's a tough situation he was in all year last year and you watch some of his games and you know, he really put up some solid numbers at times last year and so now you have a guy that's been through that fire it is going to be great to see the competition between these two this spring yeah that's a good point we talked about the adversity uh that the michigan state spartans faced last year so he's been through it he's seen it and uh came out better on the other side coach uh, speaking of transfers robert is asking is there a transfer to that have impressed you the most at this early stage anybody that's kind of stood out to you so far i mean there's several uh, on both sides of the ball but you know one that just has flashed for me that i think is going to become a leader for us is winston wright and uh you know this this is a guy that was all big 12 at west virginia i had an injury at florida state uh you know was was in the mix at florida state but you know had guys ahead of him you know he comes in here and he is a very driven young man uh and a a great competitor and worker we've seen that already i mean we finished up we had sprints at the end of mat drills last uh last thursday and and you looked and like he and rajay and javius and uh chase i mean they, they're they're all right there side by side challenging each other uh is really you know enjoyable to watch and see the way they were competing uh, after an hour of going through you know pretty intense uh drills you mentioned Chase there. We're kind of looking for a guy to step up, be a playmaker for the team last year. And at times it was uh, Chase Sowell and what he was able to do. How excited are you about his future here at East Carolina? Very. I mean, I think now, uh, just like we talked about with the offensive line, now all of a sudden he is experienced. You know, he has been in the big big ball games, big moments. Uh, and that experience, he, he is going to be a much better version of chase so well this fall compared to last fall just because of that now you know the big challenge for him right now is is this offseason is really developing his body and preparing you know to to be able to be the guy that can you know every every play every game all throughout the year be a guy for us on that side of the ball Mike Houston joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. If you got a question, you can get it in Facebook and YouTube. We'll pass that along to Coach. Coach, we've got a lot of special teams experience in that booth right now. We've got a former <laughs> high school long snapper in Chandler Honeycutt, current D1 long snapper. So if you need some help with special teams while you're you're looking for a coach, we could send uh, Chandler out there. Yeah, no doubt. And of course, Alex, I got you, Coach. Alex yeah. can run things too, right? I'm not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pretend to be. Uh, man, uh, congrats. Congratulations to Coach Doust, uh, Tim Doust, yeah. as, as he uh, moves on to Pitt, but that uh, makes an opening here at East Carolina. So how's that search going for you right now, Coach? It's going good. I mean, like I, I mentioned the other day, you know, Tim, uh, you know, told me the the minute he was contacted by Pitt and uh, the head coach at Pitt and I are, are, are friends and, you know, uh, go go a few years back so uh the relationship was positive there but you know I, I knew before they ever really started talking so you know we've been preparing in case uh that did happen and so you know coach harrell and i uh had a list um and uh we're bringing candidates to uh campus this week to to interview and uh, hope to have that knocked out uh maybe even by the weekend How's that work? I mean, it is a complete business. We know that, but a buddy of yours, Narduzzi's going after your guy. I mean, what, is, what are the feelings like there when that happens? I, you know, it's. I'm, I had a. I, I, 
the good thing is most of the time the coach just will call me yeah and uh hey i'm thinking about interviewing this person or talking to this person and the scene can just talk through it but you just, you just gotta be professional yeah and i always wonder like what is the right way to go about it and and you know as yeah. long as the communication's up front that's that's how that's you do it, it. that's yeah. it and tim tim was great handled yeah. everything you know consummate professional handled everything you know the way you should handle it and uh so you know he and i we will maintain a friendship beyond this this move, right. and uh, and we'll always do anything we can to help he and his family out. And because uh, the transition now, you know, he's up there right now, but uh, Jen and the kids are still here in Greenville. Uh, so you know, that's that's what happens when these coaching things go is the coach takes off and then the family's here so you know it, he handled it in a way that we'll always do anything we can to help him that's awesome mike houston joining us here in the pirate radio studios kenny asking uh coach houston how important is spring practice going to be this year he also adds the spring game should be exciting with two new quarterbacks uh well, three new quarterbacks and raheem jeter and a new offensive coordinator calling plays so coach uh just how important is this spring compared to springs of the past well, I mean, it's, this probably goes back to the, you know a couple of springs early on. Is you know it's it's pivotal. You know it's you know this is not a hey we want to win you know a couple of years down the road. No, no, we we're ready to win now. And uh, so I think this spring has got to set the the, the plate for that. You know, uh, this was you know you look at you know last year's season. Uh, you do have so much positive coming back from a standpoint of the defensive side of the ball and some of the experience on offense uh and so you add in some of the new pieces with all that and you know this is a roster that's ready to compete at a very high level immediately but we got to get everybody on the same page so this is i would say one of the the biggest springs in recent history for pirate football and, and you know just because the defense was good last year doesn't mean it's no. going to be good this year but so many blake harrell being back is huge uh the returners and everything and uh, a new coach to the mix too damon magazoo and that got pirate fans fired up because uh he was a great player on the field uh boy unlv was a mess and they started winning games here the last couple of years he was there and a part of that so how about adding uh, mags to the staff coach well just you know going in i I knew who he was, but I didn't really know him. Uh, but then the more I talked to Coach Odom at UNLV and uh, the more I talked to Damon, I mean, it's just it, it, very, very impressed. Uh, and since he's been here, just with so many things, how he handles his kids, uh, you know, his his work on the road recruiting. I spent a, a day with him on the road uh, down in Charlotte. Uh, the way he is around the office, uh, I just think he's going to bring a, a toughness and a discipline and accountability and, and kind of a fire. Uh, to that position that uh, I'm excited to see those guys compete this spring. And filling in for a guy that uh, seemed to have a 100% approval rating. The players seem to love uh, Coach Weaver. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of Coach Weaver. So that was that was an important hire to make, and uh, no I think you brought in the right guy right. to replace you him. Know. Trip had been with me a couple of different times, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, started out here at East Carolina as a student assistant uh, and a GA, uh, and you know really fit in with our staff fit in with our players and so you know when you have a, a, a coach that fits you so well and they transition out i think it's important to you know find someone that's not just going to replace them but someone that's going to bring you know maybe a, a, a jolt of energy and i think that uh, mags has done that coach uh, i was uh, sticking with the defense what uh i mean i, I think about deontay johnson and just the 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 fun he brings to every situation right. he's in, but also the player he is, uh, him and and other returners. What are you most excited about uh, on the defensive side heading into twenty twenty four? Well, I, th- I think just 
let's don't get ahead of spring practice. I'm excited to see the competition between our offense and defense this spring. Yeah. Because, you know, it's our defense, they're a, a high-energy, intense, physical, play with a lot of emotion, uh, you know, just really have a lot of fun playing the game the way we want to play it. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to see the same exact thing on the other side coming yeah. at them. I mean, I think the, the, the competition and the intensity uh, of those matchups uh, at practice throughout the spring, especially the scrimmages, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Jamie asking, what will be differently offensively, scheme-wise? Will, will that be noticeable for the, the fans in the stands, what you guys do? Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be very noticeable. Um, it, this is going to be a very fast, very aggressive, take shots down the field, uh, run the football. It, it, this is going to be a... a Offense that you're going to, you're going to see us you know eight seven five twenty you know it's forty you know you're going to see uh, explosive plays in the run game and the pass game uh, when we get all these guys working on the same page and that's what I think you know hoping by the end of the spring you'll start to really see that evolve and come about to where it looks the way we want it to look and John David Baker said multiple times in his introductory press conference since then speed he wants to go fast yes. he wants to keep defense on their heels uh somebody asked robert asked do you know have you learned all of jdb's terminology because it is uh it is different from the previous <laughs> it's different yeah it's a lot different uh and that's you know i always joke that uh you know I've, I've got terminology i've used all my career and then you know it's blake has tweaked and evolved the stuff to where he's got he calls things different than we used to a, a decade ago and then jdb comes in with a whole new terminology and so uh you know it's it's trying to equate what he calls it to what uh you know we've called it at other times but uh, yeah i'm still working on that so uh chad asking how do you manage the outside noise such as social media and call-in shows uh could be negative or positive for players and coaches and of course we have our post-game call-in show and and fans call in and say what they say and and i'll just say this coach sometimes it seems like there's a misconception that we want ECU to lose because we get more listeners and things like that. Our most popular shows ever, we had 70 calls when ECU scored 70 on North Carolina. So trust us, we all went to ECU. We want ECU to win. But um, when when it's not going great on the field, we have people call in, say some crazy stuff. You don't listen to it, but it could get back to you and, and you hear about it. But I know you you stay away from it, Coach, but it does seep into the players and the staff. So I don't know. What do you talk to your staff and players about all this outside stuff? Well, I think it's no matter if it's the positive or the negative, either one. Uh, I don't think either one is beneficial for a coach or a player uh, because if we play really well, um, you know, we have a huge win at home. Uh, you got to be careful what you let into into your head because if you lose your edge, you're you're it's it's going to get you the next week, and and so you gotta you can't let that stuff you gotta try to filter it out and don't let it in, and that's whether it's me or, or a running back or a defensive back or whomever. Um, same thing with the negative, you know, because it's you know that's that's it. I mean, this is you know we all work our our tails off and we all you know put everything into this to go out and compete to win, uh, and so when you don't, um, you know it's it's tough on your period and so you you start you know letting some of that stuff in and it's going to get your head mucked up and and that's not going to help you the next day and or the next week and uh that's that's the whole thing is you know once the game's done win or lose the next game is the most important one yeah and you talk a lot about trust and transparency and 
when you've got that with your guys and the good times it's great but when you go through times like last year just i guess having that relationship with the players makes it a little bit easier that you can talk to them when things are going bad and they will keep their buy-in we kind of touched on this last segment but the the, the locker room seems intact no matter if it's good or bad and that goes back to just the relationships you develop with these guys right well and i think that's you're you're phrasing it exactly right the relationship you have to have positive relationships uh and i think that's the strength and that's the challenge right now we talked about it in a team meeting last week that the challenge right now is we have 21 new players we have um you know, getting maybe six new coaches. Uh, we've got to work very hard this spring, and it, it's it's my job, it's it's Tay's job, it's Rajay's job, it's all their job, uh, new players' jobs to cultivate relationships and and get to know each other and away from football. And so that 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 piece right there of trust is is why it's so important. Uh, I, w- I could ask Coach. I'll ask you, Alex Harper. What are mad drills? What do they entail? uh very intense workouts where the purpose of them is to uh not break us but make us mentally stronger i think is the main reason <laughs> is that a good answer coach it's pretty good <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good, good. it's not for the faint of heart no is this the toughest time of the year what is the toughest time of the year for a player is it you know the summer camp uh, or a fall camp? Oh, I fall should camp. say fall, fall camp. camp yeah. yeah, when it's basically summer outside and you're yeah. getting ready for the season. Yeah, so I will for fall camp where I wake up at six, get to breakfast at six thirty, and I'll be home for the day at about like nine thirty ish, depending on how long our last meeting runs. Is that the favorite time for you, Coach? Their least favorite times, your favorite time. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's a necessary time. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's that's you know, right now, you know, for me, right now, and fall camp are the two times that you 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 have to you know really just push them uh, because you're 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 building the mental toughness right now. You're building, uh, you know, this the mat drills. The other thing they do is they do unify the players also uh and alex would probably say fall camp does that as well because you know you're all in it together you know it's not like uh it's not like the quarterback gets a pass during mat drills no i mean Kaden hauser's out there jake garcia's out there raheem jeter's out there getting their freaking butts jumped they're getting pushed they're getting up down and uh you know we're all in it together no, I've asked you this in the past uh coach who's uh who are your studs in the weight room yeah i remember the the classic rick de a pretty rocked up guy quote from years ago who's your uh who's your weight room studs i don't know you got you got quite a few i mean you, you start with the linemen you know dustin hall uh eli tay uh you know it's uh look on look on the uh in the, in the linebacker room i think that uh i'll tell you one that's uh, really been impressive this offseason is mike edwards mm-hmm. uh, he's put on about 10 pounds of muscle and uh, working very hard in there, but I think you, you've got a lot. You got a lot of uh, weight room studs. Who's your uh, fastest guy on the team? Who? That's going to be interesting. Yeah, you'd have about four or five say that they are, but uh, <laughs> you've, it's going to be interesting this spring. Anthony Smith. Uh, when when we were talking to him, I, I talked to one of the coaches at NC State, and he said, "Well, he said I don't know what you got there." He said, "But I promise you, he's going to be the fastest guy on your team." Hmm. So we'll see if we'll see if he's correct. How about guys returning from injury? And, and I don't know the the prognosis and everything, but a guy like Javius Bond, how's he doing currently? He's full. He's okay. Full speed. He's good. Yeah, guy. he's he's he is full tilt right now, and 
uh, he, he's on the tire pool list tomorrow morning. So uh, we'll see how we'll see how that goes. I hear about that. What's uh, Alex? You got a big what? morning coming up? No, he's just. <laughs> I just heard tire pool, no, 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 and no, no, I no. looked up, and both you guys were looking at me. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, is tire pool what it sounds like, guys? Oh yeah, ripping a tire from each don't, other. Don't don't let go of the tire. All right, that's it. It is a it is a gut check drill. I like that. All right, good stuff. Mike Houston joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. If you got a uh, question, you can uh, get it in. Jamie says, "What is coach benching these days?" You know, talk not, about your not what i used to <laughs> uh r.i.p toby keith i ain't as good as i once was he uh he's saying um kenny says last season won't be an issue uh as long as things improve this year winning cures everything and uh we'll put some smile on pirates fans faces somebody had asked earlier it might have been kenny about just fans uh the diehards showing up throughout the year last year coach and good or bad pirate fans care i That's know you, you no, agree no, I, on that you know we, we i started to say that a while ago is our fan base is passionate I'd, ra- I'd rather have the passion, you know, whether it's, you know, positive or negative, they're passionate, okay, because they care about the program. They want to see the Pirates be great. Uh, that's what I expect. Uh, I-, I am fortunate to be somewhere where it matters. And, uh, you know, you could be some places where there's nobody there and nobody cares, and that's certainly not the case here. We're very, very blessed to have a very passionate fan base. Uh, but I do really appreciate and that's one thing. Uh, that uh, from last year is, you know, you saw the people that really were invested. Uh, you saw the people that really you could count on. And those are the ones that kept showing up to games. Those are the ones that kept supporting. Those are the ones that as soon as the season was over were, what can we do to help? You know, what can we do to you know get this fixed? And, uh, and I appreciate that passion. Coach, uh, look, it's 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 one practice at a time, one game at a time. You want to go one and zero, but with this playoff format, if you win the conference and are the highest ranked uh, group of five team out there, you you get that spot in the playoff. It, it, is that something you think about? Like, hey, we we do have a carrot at the end of the stick. Let's go ahead and win this thing. We've got a legitimate shot. Yeah, but you got you got to take care of you got to take care of things right in front of you. And that's that'll be my message when we get close to the season because you look at our schedule. Um, there's not a game on our schedule that we can't win, uh, and I firmly believe that. And so that's why this off season is so critical to make sure that we hit the ground running game one. Mike Houston joining us, Coach. What did you think of this? This is the football players dancing with the ECU dance team at the basketball game. Uh, I, they need to stick to playing football. <laughs> you dis- I, I, listen, listen. I promise you, the dancers. A, they do it a lot better, okay? And B, our guys don't have the attraction. That <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I, I'll, I'm going to say it uh, to Rajay tomorrow. I was a little disappointed. He looks a little stiff to me, Coach. He didn't really fully I, – I will give him credit. They learned the moves. I heard they didn't practice a ton either. They I, got the moves. I had no idea this was coming. So. Oh, yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> you make a, you make them uh, run a little extra for that, but uh, that was good stuff, man. Yeah, I, I like it, uh, yeah, yeah. it was awesome, and I uh, love seeing your guys. You know what they do, uh, visiting the children's hospital or right. doing things out in the community. I know those things super important to you and, and the team as well. Well, that's 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 one thing, and we probably need to do a better job of of putting it out there. Right. All the stuff that the kids are doing, like uh, 
like last year, I think we did almost a thousand hours of community service, and uh, yeah. I think the year before we did a thousand hours of community service. And so, uh, Brian Butterworth does a great job coordinating that stuff, and and our players enjoy that. They really enjoy the stuff in the schools with kids. Uh, they, they really they get a lot out of that, and I think that's that's the important thing. With you, not only are you you know out there engaging with. Uh, you know, kids or the community or whatever, when it when it fills your soul uh, by giving back, I think that's one of the the best things you can do. Mike Houston joining us, Charles uh, on Facebook saying, uh, "You're talking about the diehards a moment ago." He said, "Not bragging, but I've missed two games since 1993." He said, "There's a lot more out there like me, and uh, that is awesome, no and that's I can't awesome. wait to see them coming appreciate, up." This I appreciate season. Charles. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Mike Houston joining us, Coach. Uh, final thoughts: What do you want to see from your your guys when you meet for the spring? Uh, what, you, you mentioned how important it's going to be. What do you want to see from your team? Well, I think when, when we come out and we finish up uh, April 13th, I think it is the spring game, when we come out of that, I want to see a confident group, uh, all three phases. Uh, and I think that is that is what John David and that group is bringing to uh, the offensive personnel right now that, I'll be honest, Blake and the defensive guys, that's what they have brought to the defensive side of the ball is confidence, belief in the system, belief mm-hmm. in each other, belief in themselves. Uh, because you know, with the talent, uh, if if we're a confident group coming out, then you know we have a chance to do the things that we want to do. And uh, coach, I wore this hat today because after the Cowboys and Eagles' performance in the playoffs, there needs to be a new NFC East team to to represent the the league, and I think that's going to be the Commanders next year. No, there's no shot. <laughs> no there's shot. No, there, that's that is the biggest <laughs> catastrophe in the NFL right now is the Washington Commanders. No, 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 you're you're exactly what the Lions used to be. But the Lions hired Dan Campbell. Yeah, and we got Dan Quinn. I would say most of the Cowboy Nation is excited about that. No, man, come on, (laughs) come on. Uh, No, it's, uh, man, Patrick Mahomes, coach, and the Chiefs, how about their ability just to – did you see their numbers when they're down by 7 or 10 in the postseason? It's incredible. you know, the kids and I were talking about this before the Super Bowl, and they were like, you know, what do you think? Who you got? And we all said the same thing. You, you love everything about San Francisco, yeah. but you better not bet against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's just – he and Andy Reid, in clutch situations, when the game's on the line, they come through again and again. Really impressive to watch. Yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. Coach, thank you for hanging out with us, uh, talking some football. We'll catch up with you again soon. Th- thanks for having me on. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 